Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is Stevie Ray, UFC lightweight. He'll be fighting on UFC Fight Night 138, October 27th in New Brunswick, Canada. What's going on, Stevie? What's up, man? Nothing much, man. Um, did you watch UFC 229? You know, you're a lightweight. Khabib submitted yeah. McGregor. What did you think about the fight? Uh, yeah, to be honest, I thought that was one of the one of the outcomes I thought that was poss- very possible to happen. Um, so yeah, not too surprised with the the fight. And to be honest, I expected the after fight as well. I called it. I called it uh, a few weeks back. Like I wish I posted it on social media because I was telling everyone. Like I feel. I feel like something's going to happen. Like, after the fight, I, I knew there was going to be trouble. Um, yeah, crazy, man. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, if you ever been around Dagestani fighters or people, they don't, you know, take, you know, attacking their religion and stuff like that lightly at all. Nah, so I seen, man. So I seen. <laughs> The last year or so of your life has been kind of a roller coaster ride pertaining to fighting. Could you put into words the mental strain that has had on you? Yeah, to be honest, the last year's not been great. Uh, it's been pretty sh- shit, if I can swear. Uh, yeah, I mean, I lost to Felder. Um, first time I've been knocked out in Scotland. The whole I went through a process of not knowing if I was going to be re-signed and stressful, and then fought. Eventually got the contract and fought a really frustrating guy uh, that I felt like ran away from me a lot. Um, close split decision. Obviously, it went the other way. So yeah, not the best year. Well, let's talk about that. your last fight at UFC London. You fought Cajun Johnson. In that fight, you were doing well. Your boxing was pretty crisp. Landed a lot of hard shots. It seemed like you were the aggressor most of the fight. How disappointed were you in that result, and how long did it take you to get over that loss? Yeah, to be honest, split decisions, like any decision, it can, it can go the other way. I feel... Even watching it back, I feel I done enough to win, um, because um, not really much happened. But after the fight, he was the one that he he was the one that was sore. Like he he was caught. He he had a sore face, and I was sitting there like feeling. I felt like I hadn't even been in a fight. Like I had one. I had a sore calf. I would admit that. I had a little bit of a sore calf, and that was it from the two leg kicks he threw. Um, it's kind of hard, like Cajun. I like Cajun. I've trained with him before and stuff, but yeah, I feel like I've done enough to win. But fuck, I can't complain about it too much. 
when it goes to the decision, you just got to take it on the chin. I've won some close decisions as well, so as well as coming out of that fight, did you decide to focus on anything in particular while not actually in training camp? Uh, just to be honest, I'm always in the gym anyway, not really focusing on anything specific. Um, I would say maybe I focused a bit more on my grappling actually, um, because while I was off and didn't have a fight, I needed something to get motivated, you know, something to keep the motivation there and stuff and help me bring my weight down, help me stay away from the pizzas. Um, so I did a grappling match with a really good guy, um, Ellis Younger. Uh, he's a BJJ brown belt. Um, he's also trained at TriStar. Uh, really, really good guy. Um, so, yeah, I done a match with him um, just to just to stay focused and I, I feel like it really improved my jiu-jitsu so yeah you could say that but apart from that like I'm always in the gym training trying to get better everywhere you are currently in Montreal at TriStar Gym getting ready for your upcoming fight why did you decide to return uh, to be honest I've been wanting to come back to Montreal for a while uh, it's just the way things are like worked out like um, when I fought, so I fought Ross Pearson, um, I fought him on four weeks' notice, and it was in Ireland, so there was, it was pointless coming to TriStar um, to, you know, on four weeks' notice to then get jet lag here, jet lag back. So I did my camp at home, and then I kind of enjoyed it a bit. It was good, I got the win. Um, also, I think I did my camp at home for Joel is on and we got the win and um so yeah just just the way it is but the main reason I've came back out to try start it's not really for like the coaching or the training partners like because to, to be honest I've got great coaching at home um uh, my, my main MMA coach James Dillon like works puts so much time into me um got good good training partners different sizes uh it, it was more um what's up brother what's going on <laughs> it was more um it was more so i'm like in isolation like i'm i'm away from the kids i'm away from all the distractions um and i could just purely focus on training so yeah like that's why i'm here so all I do when I'm here is train, eat, sleep, train, eat, sleep. So at least, at least if things don't go my way, obviously I know that you can always win and lose in a fight. If I do lose, then I can look back and say I've done everything possible to, you know, I'd be kicking myself if I didn't do something like this and then I lost. Because this fight, you know, I could get caught if I lose as well. So um, it's do or die. I'm going to. Putting everything, putting everything in there, and I'm gonna try and take this guy's head off. So, yeah. Has there been anything new you added to your training regimen while at TriStar since you have re returned? Uh, not, not from before. Uh, while I've been here before, I've worked with the boxing coach Herc. Um, so I've continued to work with him. He's still here. I've literally just finished a private with him. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, things have things have been good while I've been here. Like, the main thing is because I, I could just focus. Like, I could train all the time. I could put in extra time. I'm training. I'm watching footage. I'm able to do all these things when I'm out here, and I'm not able to do that at home. So that's the biggest advantage, I would say, about being out here. And, you know, um, I've always thought, well, uh, when, I've, when I've been out here and done some of my camp here as well. So Your upcoming opponent, Yesin Ariar. Um, a lot of interesting dynamics in this fight. He has not fought in almost 18 months. Do you believe coming off a loss like he did, is it smart to take so much time off? Um, I don't know, man. To be honest, I don't even know why he took so much time off. I, I heard some stories saying he got married and stuff like that, but whether he's took all that time off or he's took three months off, he's took he's got me at a bad time. Mm. This, this is a big. This is like do or die for me. This is a uh, all or nothing. So. This is why I've came to TriStar. This is why I'm putting everything into it. Um, and from the bell, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna punish him for it. He's picked the wrong time to drop up to 155, and I'm gonna make him pay for it. Yeah, he's making his drop to 155 for the first time, I think, in his career. And do you, are you worried that he might miss weight? Since there has been a lot of guys missing weight in the UFC recently. Yeah, to be honest, like I'm sure you know, I'm sure he'll make the weight. He didn't look that big at Wellerweight. Like you know, he's a fairly big guy. He's got a big frame. He's six foot. He's, he'll be a little bit taller than me, maybe a bit bigger, um, longer. Um, but he wasn't. You know, he was quite soft at Wellerweight. Like he had a bit of pudge. I'm sure he's. I'm sure his diet wasn't the strictest at Welterweight. Uh, he probably got away with a lot more. Um, so yeah, this this first fight at 155, he's going to be probably struggling more with the diet when the weight cut, you know, an extra 15 pounds. And to be fair to him, he could take a good shot. He took some good shots off Till. You know, he's got a good chin. He looks like he's got an alright chin. But you're not going to be able to take those shots when you've cut an extra 15 pounds. So... Um, I suppose we'll see on the night. Yeah, the fight with Till he had, he showed that he's not afraid to go in there and mix it up with, you know, a striker. And you like to strike, you showed that in your last fight, you like to box. Um, does that excite you, that this guy is going to come forward and, you know, be the aggressor instead of run away? Yeah, I hope, well, I, I pray to God he's going to be an aggressor. That's the fight I love. This is why I wanted to fight Joel Lozon, someone like him. And even look at my fight against Joel Lozon. Look at the third round. You know, I'm going towards him, and and I, I made I made Joel Lozon look like you know not so much of the the crazy war guy that he was because it was you know it was all me swinging. I was hoping he was going to be swinging back that third round, the last two minutes of the fight. I I said it in my head. I'm like fuck it. I am going to try and just. I'm gonna take his. I'm gonna trying to take his head off. Let's go. I was praying he would swing back, so we would maybe get. We would maybe steal fight the night. But I'm guessing he was so gassed that uh, it was. You know, it was one way. But you know, that maybe got me the win. Uh, that was maybe an like. So it all worked out. But I love those fights. I've been in loads of fights like out with the UFC. Uh, 
or out with MMA, fights in the street where, um, you know, you have to kind of be tough like that and, um, and have that kind of fight style. So I hope he comes at me because if he does, it's, it's not going to be pretty for him. You have talked about coming from humble beginnings and being proud of what you have already accomplished. But what are your ambitions now moving forward? My ambitions now, so, I mean, fuck, it's been a frustrating year. So, um, you know, I started, I went 3-0 and uh, in the UFC, so I had a good, good kind of start. And I'm still 5-3, and three, still decent record. I've beat some good guys, but I'm not done now. I'm I'm still only 28. I feel like I'm in the prime of my career. Um, so, yeah, I just need to, to be honest, I'm not even looking at ambitions. I'm, um, I just need to make sure I win this fight. I'm, however I get it done, I, I believe I've got skills to submit Jason, um, to, you know, ground and pound him, knock him out on the feet, decision him. I don't care. Uh, I'm just going to make sure I get the win. I would like to go back to finishing fights as well. I've got a lot of finishes on my my record, and uh, lately it's been a lot of decisions. So I want to get back to finishing guys and the possibility of getting that bonus at the end of the night. Uh, um, yeah, just not even so much for the bonus, just to fucking start yeah, finishing guys again. It's more exciting. So, yeah, this fight, I've not really got a game plan. I'm just from the bell. I'm gonna try and take him out. I'm kind of treating this not like a street fight, but just fucking as soon as the bell goes, I'm gonna try and put him away any way possible. Nowadays, fighters are involved in other ventures inside and outside of MMA. Do you have anything going on you would like to promote? Uh, to be honest, uh, back home I've got my own club. Uh, Braveheart MMA, I called it. Um, so I'm now, you know, it's a good kind of post-career. Um, and to be honest, like, just being a fighter and only a fighter, like, fuck, it, it might seem like, I guarantee you there's people that work out there and they're like, oh, I wish I was just like Stevie Ray and you could just train and do what you love, but fuck, it gets boring. Um, just just training and fighting and training and fighting. You've got too much time on your hands. Um, and especially when I've got kids and stuff at home and me and the missus are arguing about the housework and I'd rather be busy. So, um, yeah, that, that was one of the reasons as well. Uh, I've opened Braveheart MMA and I love it. I love coaching. It feels good uh, giving back to, you know, teaching other guys. And I've, I've, had, I've got some fighters now. Um, yeah, it just feels good. So um, I've got that. Uh, got a lot of people behind me, sponsors and stuff, so, yeah. All right, October 27th, UFC Fight Night 138. Stevie Ray is going to come back and show you know, that he's got that fire because I feel that fire from you right now, man. I feel that uh, you said right there you, you're going to go in there and you're going to just... Go for the, you know, go for the head. So it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, that's it. Everybody's gonna see it. Everybody's gonna see it. I'm the first fight on the card, and it's gonna be a cracker. I pray to God he's gonna to come towards me, cause I'm gonna go from the bell. I'm going towards him, and I'm gonna try and take his head off. Um, so I pray he's gonna do it to me. Um, 
the best man will win on the night. All right, Stevie, thank you for your time and uh, good luck on your fight. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Cheers, dude.